The menu of the day, Chef Bites at the Kiss Cafe. Kiss 92. That's right, it is Chef Bites with me, Charmaine, on Kiss Cafe. And I'm very delighted to have with me today a special guest, Chef Quinn from Lo Kui. Tell us a little bit more about the name. So, Kui in Vietnamese means naughty, which was my nickname as a child. Lo means coming through, speaking out. So together, we found other names as a collaboration with Michael Goodman. And it's come out to be something awesome. So we are discovering something awesome. Tell us a little bit about how you started cooking and also your culinary journey. I actually have always had the love for cooking as I was bringing up in the households where we do home cook daily. I was brought up in enjoying fresh products daily. Also, we go to the market. We self-sustain by growing our own food in the house, rooftop to be precise. And my grandfather was deep south farmer. So he teach me all the survival skills where we forage for ourselves, grow things for ourselves, go to catch fish, catch shrimp from the river, all the good stuff. So deep down, the love for cooking have always been there. And when I have the opportunity to go to culinary school in U.S., I took the chance. And the rest was history. How long ago was this? It's been a good about 20 years. Actually, my very first food-related job in U.S. was at Subway. I was the sandwich artist. <laughs> Even the minimal job, I realized how much I really love the feel of food, why things are put together. It is a science in itself. Chemistry and love, doesn't matter what you make. Even if a sandwich, you put love in it, it is an amazing sandwich. And I guess you take a lot of pride in putting out good food. The restaurant decor, you know, once you step in, it's a little bit like an art gallery almost. Can you tell us a little bit about the space there? So the way that we are setting up decors is because I would like to treat it as I invite the guests to my own home. What it's like to be in a space of Quinn. <laughs> so it is a collective item of my childhood memory. Senses to smells to even the color, the setting. The mood is that you are coming to my world. Endorse yourself. Forget the world. Come have fun with me. Be quiet a little bit. <laughs> it's really an amazing opportunity because my boss... He was such an amazing artist to begin with, and he have allowed me to explore all possibility. He let my imagination run as far as they can. Then he elaborated on it. He was able to pull out every single details that was inside my head and my heart. And he put it on paper. He put it on the walls. It's just incredible. Like in a fantasy movie, <laughs> almost. So I hope when everyone comes, they get the same sense. So you have pictures of when I was born in the middle of city in Saigon, District 3, to the part where I get to revisit my home when my grandfather passed away, and the view that he and I have shared in one house. Actually, most of the photos there are photos that either I have taken or of us together. When I was a child, he was the parent for me. He raised me in such a way where the strange thing was a norm for me. So <laughs> it was quite an interesting story. And I realized that I had such a special childhood. It's really almost a tribute to your grandfather. Now, most Singaporeans do think of Vietnamese food like pho, bun mi, or Vietnamese bread. But there's so much more to Vietnamese cuisine. What are you hoping to introduce to Singapore at Lo Kui? So Vietnamese cuisine, most often viewed as on a cheaper level of cuisine, even though the flavor are quite complex. 
the harmony between sweet, sour, spicy, not necessarily being portrayed in an international level. I took upon myself as a duty where I can introduce what I would consider as the most successful fusion cuisine. It's originally from Chinese cuisine and then immersed with Southeast Asian flavor with Lao, Thai, Cambodians. We also got a little bit French in it. We learned to refine the techniques and the flavor, a little bit more sophistication, and then also the American influence. So, so complex cuisine, but yet present in a very simple way. When everyone think about a pho, it's just a beef broth, but how do you achieve to the level where you don't have to do the complication of a consomme process, but still achieve the maximized flavor of the products? Same thing with the banh mi. Obviously, it's a French baguette, but we have differentiated from the French baguette to become a Vietnamese baguette. The outer layer is so much crunchier, and the inside layer is empty and is crisp in a certain way. The pate also become different, more accustomed to the Vietnamese flavor. The whipped butter, the meats, the pickle is an art by itself. Who sit there and think like, hey, let's put all this together? It is the genius of it. But at the end, if everyone comes to Vietnam and the only thing we can think of is banh mi, it is unfortunate, but it is also an opportunity for me to introduce to the world the complexity, but yet make cohesive and fantastic cuisine, obviously. At Lo Quay, combined with my little bit whimsical character, I would like to invite people and their palate to a much brighter, lighter, and more a keynote of sophistication in it by combining all the classical French technique with the Japanese higher-end products, but all inspired by Vietnamese dishes to keep the authenticity, but to marriage all the flavor from super funky, make it palatable to certain market. It takes time, a certain understanding to make it work. So this is the mission. And I think that you've definitely achieved that from my tasting of the food at Lo Kue. I, I really enjoyed it. Thoroughly very different from what I would have expected of a Vietnamese cuisine, but the flavors were all there. How exactly is the menu structured at Lo Kue? At Lo Kue, we have the tasting. We call it Discover. I take you to the journey from north and south and centrals and places that I have been. The Discover is 13 courses in total. We would like you to just close your eyes, feed your palate and enjoy the journey. I'm obviously more than happy to accommodate any restriction to allergies and things alike. It's basically a contribute to my travel. Whenever I have the chance to travel in Vietnam, I usually take about a week or two at the time to go as far as I can to collect all the dishes, all the understanding and flavors and special ingredient also that you can only get locally. There's a certain aspect that you can only get from North Vietnam and there is some little touch that you can only get from the deep south. Example, the pho itself, um, when I have had, was the pho that we sit on a sidewalk, on a little mini wooden chair in the heat versus the usual pho that this generation understands is you sit in the air condition with all the condiments and everything. The sense of the pho that I get was that we use cheap cut. We use things that were available at the time. Those was hard time. People just make it work. And the little eggs touching it, it was originated from the north. My pho, the flavor and the way it was constructed is from the south. My parents was actually from the north, migrate to the south. 
But I grew up in the South with my grandfather, so I was accustomed more with the Southern flavor. I understand it a little bit better, but not taking away all the goodness that come from the North. Um, so it's, it was basically a super fond memory for me that to have that. And um, nowadays to find this kind of thing very difficult almost none to exist. So I would like to bring it back and reintroduce this kind of love. It's a different kind of love. <laughs> the kind that stick to you. Hopefully I can spread this to everyone and have a little bit more understanding of how the Vietnamese cuisine was originated and then got elevated to this level now. To experience the whole tasting, I recommend that you just come with an open mind. This is something completely different. It's not your usual super punji, super sweet or super sour or super fishy. There is fish sauce. There is the ngò om, ngò gai, all the herbs from Vietnam that we bring. There are young sticky rice that can only get from the north. We actually import it from northern Vietnam. And the pho, obviously, there is no debate about that. The banh mi is the next story <laughs> to be told, but let me tell you about it once you're at the door. <laughs> We have also the a la carte set, uh, which is more on the larger format. So this one is more home style elevated. The dishes is on a different scale of plating. I would like to elevate it to more of semi-fine dining, to fine dining. And the flavor is a little bit more on complexity part, heighten it up a bit. I noticed that as part of the discovery menu, you can select the main that you choose to have with it. So one of the dishes that I had was this fish. Now, I think a lot of people, given a choice, most of them will go for like the heavy meats, the red meats. But I went for the fish instead. And I thought that was very special. Tell us about it. So the fish that we have is the whole sea bass with a super fresh salad with a special touch of Peruvian pepper. So this is a little bit something to do with my background where I learned how to cook with nobu. And I've come to accustomed to the flavor and I enjoy it so much. However, I need to keep it to the utmost Vietnamese flavor. So rest assured, you have your lamb juice and you have your fish sauce. The original idea of this dish was that when I was a child, my grandfather, he grow our own fish on the rooftop. And every year on my birthday, he will cook one for me, fry one. So definitely whole fried fish. Every single time I travel to Vietnam, this is what I will have to get. Doesn't matter. It has been a thing for me that every single menu, there will be a whole fish. It is something that I would like to keep because it's connected me to what I've always hold very dear. It is a special thing, a special moment for me. So every fish that come out to your table, it is taken care of with much love and pride. I think every dish you serve also has a lot of love and pride in it. Now, Chef Quinn, you have a team of young chefs working with you. What do you hope to impart as a mentor? I have very lucky and privileged to come into a part of a team where everyone are so hardworking and dedicated and they are committed to growth. Whether as a chef, aspiring chef or a person, the team really put their heads together. It's one heart. 
at Lokwe. We are in part in creating a culture where every person should wake up happy, go to work happy, cooking happy, and making food happy. The philosophy that I have behind this is that every emotion through the chef will show. As a cook, you're happy, your food is automatically happy, and the guests actually can taste this happiness, this love, this dedication that you put. It is a key crucial point where the young cook understand this part. Yes, there are a lot of tough time. There's a lot of hard work, many many long hours, and I do push the team as well. But men to their own, you know, they just take it as a positive spinning. We come together as a team, and we build this culture together. So yes, I am more than delight to be there for them as much as possible with the knowledge and experience that I have accumulated over the past 20 years as a chef. I cannot be more positive than what I have now and translate all this to the young chef. And hopefully someday soon they will take flight and create more wonderful restaurants. That's true, you know, bringing happiness to the plate, which then brings happiness to your customers as well. I think even for radio DJs as well, if you bring it to the show, it really shows and it comes across. If you're not having a good day, I think the listeners will hear that as well. Tell us, what is your favourite food that you've discovered in Singapore so far? I had a quest for my guys that I would like to find out as many local amazing food as possible. And I have come across quite few dishes but key highlight was the pig organ soup from Cheng Man Chiki. From the look of it not so much but the first bite I was blown away as how much flavorful the soup was and the organ meat was so tender. Just the fragrance of it alone, combination of the onion, the, the ginger, the time it took to create such thing from such simple ingredients, it's just astounding. It really was. Um, I, I was in awe of how good it was and I immediately messaged to my staff like, oh my God, this is... Uh, it reminds me of something was also very special that I grew up with. So when I grew up, our house was in an alley and in front of the alley, there's a small noodle shop and it has been there since I was a teenager until now it's still open. It has been through three generations of the same household that run it. They cook exactly the same noodle, exactly the same broth, exactly the same method for over 30 years. When we talk about Michelin stars, right, the chef accumulating the skills and making an amazing dish based on the experience. So this for me is what I call Michelin star because it's the same craft that someone put the heart and soul in it to perfect it for over 30 years. It is perfection. You cannot argue with it. Same thing for this soup at this shop. I was floor. It was so good. So yeah, check it out. <laughs> Cheng Man Chiki, pig organ soup at 24 Fork Road. Now, before I let you go, Chef Quinn, tell me, how can one make a reservation or check out the menu at Lo Kui? You can find us at lo-quay.com. We are also on Instagram as lo-quay-sg, L-O-Q-U-A-Y-S-G. Our guest relation team is more than happy to take the reservation and arrange any restriction for you as well ahead of time. So yeah, come on down, 88 Amoy Street. See you there. Charmaine Poir, behind the counter at Kiss92's Kiss Cafe. 